You know when you're telling a joke and you get to the punchline and no one laughs. In fact, people don't even realize you got to the punchline. All eyes are on you and you're starting to tweak just a little bit. Trying to remain cool and calm, you say, get it guys, get it? Someone finally breaks the silence saying, uh, was that a joke? Or at that moment, you feel like a deer in headlights, totally exposed, completely embarrassed. Then your inner voice screams out, I told you no one was going to get it. The struggle is real. So let's swerve that situation as best we can. Let's talk about barriers to communication. Ready to get started? Today, we're talking about common communication barriers. I have a lot to say on this topic, so we'll break it into two videos. How often do you say something to someone only to get a blank stare or confused look? If we're communicating, but our message isn't being received, it is probably due to one of the 10 communication barriers I'm going to share with you in this two-part series. Why is this such an important topic, you ask? Well, studies show that social interaction and community really make us happier. It's something to invest in for our future. In an age now where most communication happens over text, email, Instagram, let's not lose touch with our humanity. A great way to do that is to minimize the possibility of being misunderstood or misinterpreted. If we are cognizant of the potential roadblocks to clear communication, we'll lower the risk of people not picking up what we're putting down. Even better, if you're on the receiving end and don't understand what the person is saying, knowing these barriers might enable you to help them out and reach an understanding. Convinced now? Okay, on to breaking down these barriers. Number one. Inaccessible word choice. People love to use jargon and acronyms. They think it makes them feel smart. It can also hide the fact that they themselves have no idea what they're talking about. Whatever the case, it almost never promotes clear communication. In fact, it can even alienate your listener and cause them to feel inadequate. You don't want that. So what's the solution? Know your audience. Are you speaking to a fellow med school student? In that case, you are a-okay to use words like hyperphagia and peristalsis. Otherwise, use the words you know and they know. And if you're using an acronym, make sure you explain what it stands for after you use it. Use accessible language. I promise they'll think you're smart And even better, they'll actually understand what you're saying. Two, missing context. Sometimes, even when you use accessible language, you may still get a confused look. That might be because they simply don't have sufficient context for what you're saying. Many times, this comes down to cultural context. Some concepts are very specific to a certain age group or a specific TV show. For example, if I said to my grandmother, hey, grandma, my video just went viral, 
She'd understand the words I used, but wouldn't have any idea what I meant. The same goes for cultural differences between countries, languages, and social groups. What's the solution? It can be a little harder to spot context-based communication barriers, mostly because we ourselves are not aware of when we're discussing culture-specific concepts. A good rule of thumb is that if the person you are speaking to is of a different age, from a different country, or has a very different background, you should be on high alert for context-specific language. If they don't seem to understand what you're saying, consider providing a bit more explanation or scaffolding for the concept you're trying to convey. Your goal as a communicator is to transmit your message as effortlessly and smoothly as possible. So don't be afraid to pause, rewind, and define cultural terms when necessary. Three, nonverbal cues. This one is about being sensitive to the listener's emotions. Whether or not they say anything to you, remember, they're still communicating something. The key to this one is to understand that we are always communicating, whether or not we're speaking. That means that when you're saying something to someone else, they are actually responding to you even while you're speaking, mainly through body language. If you don't pick up on this nonverbal communication, you may not realize when they are confused or upset. So what's the solution? Make sure that while you are speaking, you remain attuned to your listeners' nonverbals. Are they crossing their arms, raising their eyebrows, smiling or scowling? Use that nonverbal communication to help frame the way that you are speaking. If they're nodding and leaning in, they're probably following you. If they're frowning or aren't reacting at all, <laughs> there's a good chance that they don't understand you. So that's a good time to pause and check for comprehension. And that brings me to our next communication barrier, not listening. Good communication is predicated on good listening skills, meaning you will not be an effective communicator if you're lacking listening skills. Think of it this way. If you're engaged in conversation with someone and all they do is hog the floor to the point where you can't even get a word in edgewise, is that fun for you? No way. A conversation is a two-way street. It is bi-directional. It's a back and forth of sharing and listening. If you're not listening, then you're not hearing the message. For the message to get transmitted to you, you must open your ears. So what's the solution? Make a point of really listening. This will help you understand what interests them, what they aren't getting, and how to better convey the point that you're trying to make. Even better, when they see that you're listening to them, they in turn feel more willing to listen to you. Number five, speaking too fast. This one seems obvious. When you speak really fast, it's really hard to understand. But you'd be surprised how many people don't 
pay attention to how fast they are speaking, particularly when they're nervous or flustered. So what's the solution? This one's simple. Slow it down. That can be easier said than done, though, because when we speak, we don't really notice how fast we're speaking. After all, we already know what we're going to say. You can train yourself to speak slower, though. One way is to record yourself and play it back. How does it sound? Try adding a half-second pause after every sentence. Or if you really want to challenge yourself, try pausing after every word just to get the feel for slower speech. Speaking slowly helps people better understand you, but it also comes with a few extra advantages, such as giving you more time to frame your thoughts before you say them, and also projecting more authority to your audience. So give it a shot. Whew. First five communication barriers down. Let's recap. One, an accessible word choice. Try using simpler language. Two, missing context. Make sure the listener has the right frame of reference. Three, nonverbal cues. Don't forget to pay attention to body language. Four, not listening. Remember, conversation is a two-way street. So if you're not listening, you're not communicating. And five, speaking too fast. <laughs> Don't rush, slow it down, and drive home your point with purpose. So that covers the first five barriers to communication.